This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Parents about to send their kids back to be back to school. Should they be worried about this now? Look, I don't think this is something that people need to be generally worried about. I think that probably the incidence of this infection in the broader community is still very low. So your your risk of coming into contact with monkeypox is exceedingly low outside of certain social networks where you see a higher case rate. But if we want to contain this, if we want to prevent this from becoming an endemic virus, we need to be looking more widely for it. And the worst case scenario is that we start testing more broadly and we don't find it. And that would be reassuring. But we should be doing that. Margaret Brennan of Face the Nation is more worried about these diseases than any normal human being. She she thinks she represents the average person. She does not. I I well I don't talk to that many people, but I certainly haven't heard anybody bring up monkeypox for the coming school year. It has not crossed my mind once, nor has COVID, which interestingly enough uh, was, was concern about COVID was put in my face as I was running around on vacation. In the L.A. area, a couple of different places that had mask mandates to go in the building, although they didn't seem to be enforcing them. And I thought, wow, that's crazy, given the fact that Beverly Hills unanimously voted to ignore the county mask mandate. Beverly Hills unanimously, the city council said, we're not going to enforce the county's mask mandate. But I was around a couple of places in the L.A. area where they were saying you got to wear the mask. And then my son... Today is at a soccer camp where the email about the soccer camp was all about their COVID protocols. 
I thought, who are you? Who is this for? And you, and, and as opposed to every other soccer camp he's ever been to in his life, where you show up and they got soccer balls, you have to provide your own soccer ball. That's you're, you're supposed to disinfect the soccer ball before you get there and oh, after you up. leave, so that nobody is using anybody else's soccer ball and giving them COVID. Who? What? what? Wow. First, here, here's a couple problems with this. First of all, the new variant, everybody's going to get whether you like it or not. Secondly, it hasn't been transmitted on surfaces we've known since, like, May of 2020. Right. That is so, like, superstitious. That's anti-science. That is Middle Ages evil spirits stuff. How weird is that? It's so everybody will have their own soccer ball so you won't kick somebody else's soccer ball and get COVID. On your foot. Oh, it's on your foot. It's crawling up your leg. Kill it. Kill it quickly. Isn't that crazy? Wow, that's disturbing. You know, it's it, it's one thing for people to, to act crazy, but when it's a mass hysteria like that, and then that drives policy, it drives uh, you know laws, it drives business policy, that sort of thing, that's when it starts to get crazy or, or get a little concerning. That I don't care whether your kid has to kick his own soccer ball has no effect on my life. But the fact that that many responsible adults would promote that policy when it's utterly in defiance of science and common sense, that concerns me. Yes, Michael. Did the kids meet outside? Because this is an outside yeah, it's sport. All, it's all outside. It's outside on a big soccer field, and they had so much information about distancing and protocol. And like, all right. Maybe some of the parents need to hear this to send wow. their kid to camp. I don't know. Wow. You know, I hadn't intended on talking about this, but Judy and I had to cancel our vacation plans because we got COVID, probably the BA5, almost certainly. Um, and, uh, and you know, we didn't want to infect other people, um, although our friends were super chill. They said, as soon as you feel good enough, just come on out. We don't care. Um, and you do your traditional greeting of licking people's faces. That's what you yeah. do in your... Of course we do, uh, <laughs> as is, uh, you know, part of our culture. But um, so we were more or less just solo at the house, or we would go and do outdoorsy stuff together, but we had very, very little contact with our friends or family members, for that matter, or whatever, um, and didn't really eat in any restaurants or anything like that. And and we both started to feel, like, isolated and weird fairly quickly like a, a four or five days into it and i'm th- and and then i came across an article it was yet another one of those articles in one of your lefty media trying to reassure people that are still in the throes of full-on covid paranoia they're afraid to go to lunch with a friend you know they're afraid to have someone in their house unless they've been tested they're still completely psycho about that and i'm thinking oh my god i'm a week in and i'm starting to feel weird you people have ruined your own lives you've turned yourselves into crazy people and it's just so sad where that comes from, that COVID obsession, I don't get it. I guess, like, the soccer camp thing, they're running a business. And I suppose the decision was probably made a long time ago about whether or not we're going to get enough kids signed up. So how can we make people, but, geez, at this point, are you kidding me? Well, yeah, we said, what did Judy and I, we signed up for something or we committed to, we bought some concert tickets or something, and like the first email back we get is our yep. COVID policies right. or such and such. And we're like, I don't give a crap. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, speaking of modern crap, 
I believe this marks the end of the whole. My pronouns are "ji," "jem," and "jippity doo thing. And signing off on your emails, you fruitcakes in academia. You're the only people doing it, and your woke corporations. It's the beginning of the end. Saw this headline in the USA Today, which is so down with all of the woke nonsense. Demi Lovato has updated their pronouns. All right. Okay. Well, we could stop there, but Demi Lovato updated their pronouns to include she, her again. Experts say that's more than okay. Here's the story. The Grammy Demi Lovato is the alcoholic musician. Uh, her alcoholism is uh, not really. She she's the one that announced she was California sober. Oh, just, that's uh... right. <laughs> Yeah, which means you can drink and smoke pot. Something like that. You just don't do hard drugs or something like that. All right, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna read some of this to you and enjoy the absurdity of it. So the Grammy nominated musician came out as non binary last May, okay. a year ago May, as if we're supposed to care, announcing they prefer others use they them pronouns when referring to them. In an interview, she explained her recent pronoun update because now you're not supposed to say they, them. What the they, them is about for me, feeling human to your core. Recently, I've been feeling more feminine, so I've adopted she, her again. So now that she's feeling more feminine again, for some reason, we're supposed to call her she, her again. We the world that is supposed to, and this is this is such a beautiful illustration of what's going on here. It is a way to demand people dance to your tune, pay attention to you, defer to your requests. I mean, how selfish and dumb is it to just not only once say, no, don't say Joe left his uh, phone behind Say Joe left their phone behind because Joe doesn't feel that manly or whatever. I mean, that's it. What am who am I to make that request to people? Seriously, where do I get off? But now, apparently, you can change your mind every six months, send out an email, and uh, next week you got to refer to me as your royal highness, and the week after that, she, her, please. Bull ass. God, stop it with this. But, of course, Jack, as I mentioned in the headline, experts say that's more than okay. Well, I'm glad the experts said that's okay. What if they Mo, hadn't condemned me? Mo Brown, a therapist from Atlanta who specializes in working with transgender, non-binary, and gender queer people, says they are appreciative of that's uh, another they, apparently. They are appreciative of Lovato opening up about gender expression as it brings attention to the fluidity of pronouns. Brown uses they, them, and he, him pronouns. When celebrities share their experiences as genderqueer, it increases visibility for other people whose gender identity, blah, blah, blah. See, what they're doing is admitting openly now. This is all about queer theory, which says there's no men, there's no women, there's no binaries of any sort. Anybody can be anything. There's no such thing as a man or a woman. You can be a menstruating person or a birthing person or a person toting a penis. But there's no such thing as a man or a woman. And by kowtowing to this, 
I was a her, then I was a them, now I'm a her again stuff. You're validating this queer theory stuff. Don't. A person toting a penis, you say. (laughs) It kind of totes itself, honestly. Built in. It does. It seems to travel with me. Right, right. So, just ridiculous. Teresa Thompson, a psychotherapist and clinical social worker from New York, God help you if you bring your kid to her, and an expert on LGBTQ issues, (laughs) says when someone shares their pronouns with you, they're sharing something important about themselves and their experience. But feel free to change them as frequently as you want. So we're going to send another $4.5 billion to Ukraine in aid, which I'm fine with. I didn't realize till I saw Ian Bremmer tweet it that we've only actually followed through on about half of the money we've committed so far, even though it's still more than anybody else. So what does it mean we've committed to send more? Why don't we commit to send the other half of what we committed to send? <laughs> right. I'm not exactly sure. That's a good question. And it would appear that Russia is a sending missiles at the biggest nuclear reactor in all of Europe, which the head of the IAEA, Atomic yeah, Agency, and the uh, and the UN have both condemned and said, hey, watch out, you're really playing with fire here. So that'd be an exciting story today if Russia actually ends up hitting that biggest nuclear reactor in Europe with a missile for some reason. Anyway. Uh, please don't. Oh, also, I want to talk a little more about one of my favorite political stunts, uh, maybe ever, and that's the border state governors bussing the illegal immigrants to New York and Washington, D.C. It is working beautifully. Cool. That stuff and other on the other stuff on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I think I'm in favor of Nancy Pelosi going to Taiwan. I certainly am not in favor of China telling anybody where we can and can't go, let alone the third in line to our government. Um, but I'm not yeah, positive. They, they are clearly edging closer and closer to doing something really ugly. And using her as an excuse, I think they'd have done it anyway. Yeah, that 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 is that is the best counterpoint to anybody that says it was provocative. If they want to jump ugly, they'll come up with a reason. Oh yeah, yeah. It, I, I, and don't take your eye off the ball by worrying about Nancy and what she's up to. It's all about China. She's not your adversary uh, in that part of the world. China is. So we don't talk that much sports because it uh, became clear to us years ago that if people aren't into sports, they, and a lot of people aren't. They have no interest in the story whatsoever, but I'm going to mention that uh, Bill Russell who's been called by some the most pro- prolific winner in all of American sports history died at age 88 over the weekend. And I bring this up only to mention a couple of things. So if you're going to talk about it, who's the greatest NBA player of all time in a bar somewhere, almost everybody's going to get into a Jordan, LeBron, maybe Magic, Larry Bird sort of conversation. Kobe. 
It's just, it's just, it's just interesting how we focus on the president. Anything old timey can't be the good. But here's here's some of the stats on Bill Russell. Absolutely amazing. Not only did he win eleven NBA titles, this is back a time when there was only like eight teams, but he won eleven NBA titles. He won two NCAA titles at San Francisco. He was an Olympic gold medalist and two titles as a coach, in addition to his other eleven NBA titles as a player. Mm. He competed in ten game sevens in his career, in which he was ten and zero. If you extend winner-take-all games to all his NCAA games and his Olympic games, he was 21-0 and in winner-take-all games in his career. Wow. That is a stunning statistic. Forget it. Yeah, that's a stunning statistic. Wow. After you won, like, the first 13 of them, you'd have to start feeling kind of bulletproof. Yeah, you'd think. Although, obviously, he didn't because he maintained the intensity it took to win. Yeah, but we do that with everything. You know, this is the greatest TV show, band, guitar player, athlete, whatever. It's just, you know, presentism and makes it more fun. I went around to watch Bill Russell, so how the hell would I get into a conversation about him being the best? You know, that sort of thing, but just kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. And he came up in an era where there was some real racism in in sports as well. He had some really tough experiences, and you got to respect that. So the giant anti-inflation act passed over the weekend. And no, I just, no, it's not. Stop calling it that. Well, I just came across something from Charles C.W. Cook in National Review that I thought was really good. Having struggled to get this bill approved for a year, the Democratic Party eventually hit upon a neat idea. It emblazoned its anvil with a new title. So you called it the Anti-Inflation Act, and it passed. And he said, and lo and behold, that did the trick. And of course, 10 seconds after it passed, it's back to being the climate and health care bill again, because that's all you're hearing about <laughs> on any of the talk shows. And today, sure. the only thing they talk about when asked about it, any of the people that voted for it, is how it's going to, you know, move us into the 21st century with green energy and how it's so great for health care and Medicare costs. Nobody's talking about it in terms of inflation. So that's hilarious. You give it the inflation title to get it passed, and then as soon as it's over, it's back to being what it was before, the Green New Deal. But even while they were working to pass it, nobody took the inflation reduction thing seriously. So who was that for? I, I guess like three senators that were still on the ledge to get them to vote for it so that it passed. This is no way to run a country. It's something. It's clever. I'll call a dog a horse to get it into the Kentucky Derby, and then it's back to being a dog again. <laughs> I don't think the dog would win. I mean, what? What? Do you, why would you do that? A dog can run pretty fast. Can a dog outrun a horse? I don't actually know that. I don't think so. Well, over the course of uh, depends mile on the dog. Third or I don't think a dog could run as far as a horse. I think you're right about that. Anybody got into a race well, what about with a, a husky? They can run a long way. That's true. The horse could not do the Iditarod. Or could it? These are tough, tough calls right here. You put some ice skates on the horse or, I don't know, spiked uh, shoes? Maybe it could. I think we've lost the train of the point here. Yeah, I think so. So I love the busing, the illegal immigrants to Washington, D.C. and New York. We'll tell you how that's working out. Uh, could mention some of the stuff uh, Trump said in a very much stump speechy speech. When he was talking about policies, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's why he got elected. Uh, so we can talk about that next segment. A lot of stuff to squeeze in before the end of the show. Uh, yes. 
Yes, yes, there is. And I'm still getting texts on why does Pasadena not have any homeless people in the most homeless strewn city in America of all of L.A.? Does anybody know? Text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So here's the thing. Both New York and, and D.C. are sanctuary cities, hmm. right? So the, the, the mayors of D.C. and New York have said, we are a sanctuary for illegal immigrants. And now all Abbott is doing is calling them on their offer. <laughs> they said they want to be sanctuaries. After the 2016 election, uh, Mayor Bowser said, quote, we celebrate our diversity and respect all D.C. residents, no matter their immigration status. So how can you complain? This is That was Mark Thiessen on a special report with Brett Baer on Fox News. I guess it was on Friday, but he, <clears throat> he's talking about how Greg Abbott and uh, Governor Ducey of Arizona, I guess, but Abbott especially, is uh, uh, taking some of the thousands and thousands and thousands of people who are pouring across the border illegally, thanks to the Biden administration's policies, and they're busing them to 
democratic city, specifically New York City and Washington, D.C. And it's absolutely hilarious, unintentionally hilarious, some of the coverage of this and some of the reaction uh, to it. Because like uh, Muriel Bowser in... uh, in uh, D.C. and Eric Adams, who I have a little more sympathy for in New York, but they're saying like, whoa, 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 our social services are overtaxed. We can't, we can't deal with all these people. This is, we need help. We need the federal government. And Texas is like, yeah, hold our, our Lone Star beer. We deal with thousands of times as many people all the time. And when we beg the government for a little help, they tell us to pound the sands of the Rio Grande. So uh, come on. So phony. New York Times coverage of this starts with Lever El Heos was out of money and out of options when he arrived in South Texas last month. Blah, blah, blah. Free bus ride to Washington, D.C. A few days later, he arrived in the nation's capital among a busload of weary migrants. Spent the first night in the plaza across from Union Station, etc., etc. Hopes to apply for asylum, get a work permit, find a job. A political tactic by the governors of Texas and Arizona to offload the problems caused by record levels of migration at the border is beginning to hit home in Washington. As hundreds of undocumented migrants arriving on the governor's free bus rides each week increasingly tax the capital's ability to provide emergency food and housing. Wow, how can they write that with a straight face? I know. Hundreds? Hundreds! they said, are taxing their abilities to deal with it. Not thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, or millions. Right. If you're one of the border states. And they call it a political tactic by the governors. The next sentence or two are amazing. With no money and no families to receive them, the migrants are overwhelming immigrant nonprofits and other volunteer groups, many ending up in homeless shelters or on park benches. Five buses arrived on a recent day, et cetera, et cetera. How can you be so blind? Yes, that's exactly what happens to these hundreds of thousands of people. Just instead of Texas bearing the brunt entirely in Arizona, a couple other border states, now they're spreading the wealth just a little bit, and you act like it's some unspeakable tragedy. Well, so is the insinuation that border states, their taxpayers should go ahead and fund the amount of services it would take to absorb that many people. Is that I what guess the- so. I mean, by virtue of being a border state. Well, I guess that's a, the, the flip side of the coin that I was about to say is to send these people to New York or D.C. doesn't make any sense whatsoever. They don't want to be there. They don't have family there. They don't have a job waiting for them there. So to send them there is sub- obviously a cruel and idiotic political stunt. Well, the the flip side of that coin is, by virtue of being a border state, you have to deal with all these people. Because you can't send them anywhere, or the New York Times will accuse you of some sort of political stunt. So, obviously, the unspoken truth is, you must deal with them there. And then, again, when you ask the federal government for help, they will turn a deaf ear and and call you racists or whatever. It's unbelievable. That's why Trump got elected. Uh, One more clip from Mark Thiessen, 31, Michael. 
there, there have been two million border crossings, illegal border crossings last year on the, on the southern border. We're on, on track for two million more this year. There have been 5,100 illegal immigrants brought to D.C. and just 50 to New York. I'm sorry that, that that's that's if you're getting just a little taste of what Texas is going through, because all the elites in D.C. are completely insulated from the policies they impose on the rest of the country. What, what Governor Abbott is doing is saying, no, we're going to give you a little taste of what we're experiencing in Texas. You said your sanctuary cities live up to your, your promise. That's an important thing to point out is that a lot of the politicians who vote for these policies are insulated from the result of those policies their mm-hmm. er if they take their kid to the er it's not full of illegals who use the er for their primary care physician like happens in california arizona new mexico and texas well and i suspect that the elite that we're talking about which is virtually any congressperson or senator or secretary of this or that they probably don't go to the emergency room at all somebody calls and says senator True. jones is on the way and so dealing with the realities the rest of us deal with in day-to-day life is so far away from their lives. And you can't imagine what it's like. Your school is not figuring out how to educate a bunch of kids who don't speak any English whatsoever. For instance. Slowing yeah. down the classroom. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I just I love this idea. I'm glad they're doing it, especially since some of these cities are so-called sanctuary cities. Okay, you want them, you got them. As I said earlier, I'd love to see uh, Greg Abbott send tens of thousands uh, to California, but nobody would notice. A lot of these folks are from Venezuela, by the way, which, uh, excuse me, especially in light of the recent passing of Vin Scully. How do I fail to point out that these people are fleeing the nightmare of socialist slash communist rule? Socialism failing to work as it always does. This time in Venezuela, you talk about giving everybody something free and all of a sudden there's no food to eat. And who do you think is the richest person in Venezuela? Hello. The daughter of Hugo Chavez. Hello. Anyway, Owen to The great Vin Scully. <laughs> that is so freaking awesome. Yeah. Love you, Vin. I like 15-second lesson on socialism worked in between pitches. <laughs> As the catcher goes out to confer with the pitcher on the signs. That's perfect. Hello. <laughs> Hello. The daughter of Hugo Chavez. Anyway, 0-2. Anyway, 0-2. Anyway, Love that. <laughs> oh, my God. That is fantastic. So he died while we were on vacation. So did... Al Zarahiri, or however you pronounce his name, the uh, the mastermind of Al Qaeda, Doctor Z, as we called him all these years, finally mm-hmm. freaking dead. Took, took a drone shot in the eye. Took too long, but he was killed living in <laughs> in a nice house in Kabul. So we leave Afghanistan, and he thinks, okay, I'll just move into a nice uh, neighborhood in Kabul. Two ways to look at this story. I don't know which should be more important. One, we left Afghanistan hoping it wouldn't be overrun by Al-Qaeda, and the leader of Al-Qaeda was immediately living there. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not good. On the other hand, Joe Biden said we'd have over-the-horizon capabilities, and we went over the horizon and blasted the hell out of that old man. Certainly worked out better than when we blasted the hell out of the women and children of that Ooh. poor, innocent delivery man. Ooh. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, they got him. So okay, it's a positive. Glad he's dead. 
Yep, 21 years later, we haven't forgotten. But he was living in the home of a senior Taliban leader, the Haqqani dude from the famed Haqqani Network. Mm-hmm. But so does the debate still continue of whether or not the Taliban and Al-Qaeda are arm in arm or the same thing or working together? Or is that debate over since Zahra here is living well, in the Taliban leader's home? Certainly sympathetic to each other. By the way, the Haqqani Network, is that a subscription thing? Yeah. They're a streaming have, service? Yeah. Some great new shows. I don't know. I got too fall. many subscriptions already. <laughs> Did I see yesterday that Netflix is going to add in ads? I keep hearing that, and it doesn't happen. Or... I think that's an option. If you don't want to pay the fourteen ninety nine a month, you can get an ad-supported uh, version. Hmm. I wonder how many ads. Yeah, I don't know. It's like I pay for YouTube so that I don't have ads. It's awesome. But I get how, you know, you can only have so many subscriptions. Right. Well, and, you know, I'm watching a show. Sometimes I need a little potty break. I don't mind an ad. Yeah, but you don't want to be watching Better Call Saul or some really cool show, and then all of a sudden there's a, an advertisement for Clorox, mm. like the old days. Well, it, although it is on Better Call Saul, because the new episodes are on, uh, uh, what the hell are they on? I don't know. I don't it's not care. on Netflix? No. no I didn't know that. The new, ep- the, new is on, the new episodes are on uh, A&E. Or, what, the, what is it? So, Somebody tell me. So I, I can know. watch all the first seasons of Better it's Call Saul? It's on AMC. 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 Thank you, Thanks, Alex. Alex. There you go, Mr. Knowledge, Mr. Johnny on the spot. So all the other uh, seasons are still on Netflix or not? Uh, The early ones, yeah. Okay, because I'm on season two or something. Yeah. I've been stuck. But I don't don't know. Check your local listings. (laughs) Open up your Reader's Digest for the TV guide. Open up your TV guide for crying out loud. It's on Channel 4. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know where it is. Google it. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we'll finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. 
You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Biden just got asked about China. Maybe we'll fit that into the end of the show. Stay tuned. Sure. Well, could be the only story anybody cares about for the next 50 years, uh, depending on if they jump ugly with Taiwan. So, yeah, we'll jam that in anytime you want. Uh, I was going to mention real quickly, uh, while on vacation, since all of our uh, plans were canceled because of COVID, uh, I ended up having, uh, I will not use the word staycation, except uh, to deny that I will use the word. Uh, but that's kind of what we did. We bummed around. We did day trips, Judy and me, and we uh, you know, played golf and drank wine and just tried to enjoy ourselves um, and actually did pretty well. Um. There are certainly worse ways to spend a week, but I could finally read books because I didn't have to keep up with the news all the time. And so I sat down and I read books and oh, my God, I loved it so much. Paper books like a caveman. Yeah, yeah, Hmm. exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Old school. Uh, And I read a couple of things. Number one, uh, the first book I read was A Short History of the Civil War by James Stokesbury. And I just sent Hanson a link to put it armstrongandgetty.com. Cool. I don't know that. He's written, he's also has a short history of this uh, World War II. But to paraphrase John Mulaney, everybody's dad is apparently studying for some upcoming test on World War II. <laughs> and I'm no exception. But it's beautiful, this short history of the Civil War. It's like 340 pages, but it is the perfect length. You understand the lead up to it, the, you know, what happened, the significance of battles without doing like 100 pages on a single right. battle or whatever. You understand what happened in the battle and why it happened. He has some great stuff on why it was so bloody, the Civil War. And the very, very short version of that is that the tactics, military tactics, had not caught up to the improvement in weaponry, specifically rifles. Mm. And so you had people forming lines and charging lines, oblivious of the fact that, no, you can get taken out 200 yards away now. It used to be 50 yards. And so it just was a meat grinder of human beings. Yeah, And it really wasn't necessary. That is a uh, true throughout history. I remember stories from the beginning of World War One, where you had generals who believed horses, machine guns couldn't stop horses. Yeah. Yeah. What? But anyway, so it it was it's detailed enough that you really feel like you've gained an understanding of it. But I have thousands of pages 
classics on the Civil War that I'll probably never crack. Sure, exactly. Or never crack again. But this thing gives a beautiful shape of it, just enough detail. Like I say, A Short History of the Civil War by James Stokesbury. And then the second thing I read, Jack, I know you'll you'll dig this, is I decided, okay, that's enough nonfiction. i got to read fiction. And I rummaged around. I got hundreds and hundreds of books. And I realized I'd never read No Country for Old Men mm. by Cormac McCarthy. Uh, seen the movie, which is incredible, but so I sat down and read that. Ooh, ooh, not exactly a beach read. Um, <laughs> it's uh, does it explain the ending of the movie, or is it less explanatory? No, the ending. Well, no, no. The the only explanation is, uh I'm too old for this. I can't deal with it anymore. I'm done. I hope somebody else can. It's time time for the next generation to deal with this problem. Right. Literally, this is no country for old men. I, I can't deal with the modern world and its ugliness, so I'm checking out. Any chance the current sitting president could read that book? Mm. Or about 75% of the people in government? In government? No country for very, very, very old men right. and women. Yeah, uh, but it's uh, I tell interesting. You what, it, it, what's funny about reading it is the long and short of the book is people are much more ugly and brutal now. There's much less agreement on what's good and what's decent. Really? So I'm Ooh. out. Ooh, yeah. Which is a little bit a little kids these days ish. What are you supposed to like to hang out with Cormac McCarthy? Do half of your dinner guests end up hanging from the rafters by the end of the meal? Or, <laughs> or I wonder if he's like like a cut-up. He's right. constantly making dad jokes and knock-knock jokes and stuff like that. Right. Putting food on his teeth to see if anybody will notice and stuff like that. <laughs> he saves the brooding stuff for his writing. <laughs> Boy, but if you find uh, uh, No Country for Old Men too cheery, go ahead and pick up the road. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jeez, the... The people down in the cellar at that one home. That's one of the oh, worst spoiler images. Alert. <laughs> one of the worst images I've ever had in a movie, in a book in my life. Um, speaking of a country for old men, Joe Biden asked, "How worried are you about the situation in Taiwan? China is kind of keeping a grid around the whole island now." Asked the reporter. Biden said, "I'm not worried, but I am concerned that they are moving as much as they are. But I don't think they're going to do anything more." That was a complete Ooh. nothing. Is an answer, I think, unless there's some hidden diplomacy in the diplomacy in there I don't get. But the the reporter's question is important: that their so-called war games have the Taiwan Strait shut off, and as long as the war games are going on, they control that area. How long? How when does it become an, uh, like a uh, what do you call that when you surround someplace and a siege? Yeah, when does it become a siege of some sort? And it's not just war games. Is it a war game if they're actually doing the war stuff? Right, exactly. It's final thoughts with Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. Michelangelo, our technical director, will lead us off. Michael? Earlier in the show, Joe said he wanted to be the fat and tan guy. I'm trying mm-hmm. to come up with a, you know, a guy for myself. I was thinking about being the mows the lawn guy, but I'm going to do it in a suit. A full suit and wingtips. Ooh. 
And people will just drive by, and I'll just be that guy that waves at them. Mowing my lawn in a full suit. That's an interesting gimmick. It's promising. Young Alex is our behind-the-scenes producer. Alex, a final thought? Yeah, while we were on vacation, Vin Scully passed away, and as the budding sports guy that I want to become, he is a legend, an icon, and those adjectives do him no service. Truly in his own stratosphere, he will be dearly missed. Yeah, he was wonderful. Man, listening to a game Vin was doing was one of the great pleasures in life. Jack, a final thought for us? Yeah, we talked a lot about China and Taiwan and the United States today. It it very easily could end up being, as Joe said a little bit ago, the only story anybody cares about in the world for a while if things get much uglier than they are now. And I know I'm certainly keeping my eye on it, and we'll keep you up to date on all, all angles of that story. My final thought, and I'll go into a little more detail tomorrow probably, but uh, Judy and I were both dealing with the the whole, okay, I've had COVID for X amount of time, I feel better now, I don't have a fever, my symptoms, blah, blah, blah. At what point am I clean? Can I go out? Should I consort with friends? Whatever. Long story short, nobody has any idea. The greatest experts in medicine say, eh, we don't know. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah there de- is no answer. I was dealing with that with the babysitter, so there is no clear-cut answer. Nope. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. And it's soon just going to be cold anyway. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have hot links for you. Everything we talked about. You can drop us an email, whatever. See you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. All this hemming and hawing uh, just makes no sense to me. Look, I don't think this is something that people need to be generally worried about. Let me tell you what people care about. I have resting open mouth face. That's the real problem here. If you don't know a damn thing about it, don't talk about it. Okay. Or a person toting a penis. A person toting a penis, you say. <laughs> it kind of totes itself, honestly. And is the boldest package in U.S. history. Thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.